Blog Talk Radio. to the second show in the 14th season of the Frontier Beyond Fear on Blog Talk Radio. I'm Susan Larison Dance, and today is Saturday, October 28, 2023. And this is the second show I've done in just a few days because on Thursday I did the 13th anniversary episode of the Frontier Beyond Fear which did originate on Blog Talk Radio um, in October 2010. And yes, it is syndicated and has been syndicated for many years, but has continued to expand in syndication on multiple platforms, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Player FM, and others. So, Thank you very much for being here today, and if you did not hear that anniversary episode, I encourage you to do so. As it turned out, as is often the case, I spontaneously float. I always spontaneously flow live, but sometimes there's a little bit of planning. Now, in the old days, I used to have guests um, very often, and it, it was still a pretty spontaneous conversation, but there was a lot of preparation involved, and the days there's some preparation um, but before the Thursday episode I had wanted to talk about nature and it flowed in some other ways um, as we reflect upon the situation in our world today and in our lives and also the fact that many of you are in multiple parts of the world Um, And although this show originates from the United States, and certainly there are are, um, the majority of people listening, although not by a huge amount, are in the United States, I know that there are those of you who are in multiple parts of the world, and each of you is experiencing a unique situation, and that's true here, too. We are all living our personal spiritual journeys I believe that that is for the growth of our individual souls. The challenges we face both personally and in the world are all a part of our personal and together our overall growth as we um, continue to celebrate creation because that's what we are. We are expressions of creation, freely so. Today I am going to talk about nature, and I am going to, as I've said in other shows, we are in just a few cases, although if you listen over a longer period of time, you'll see some of these words that I share, 
um, have been shared on other programs because listening to words like these multiple times can really help us to remember. So I want to start the show today, which is about the solace of nature and of beauty, no matter where we are, even while acknowledging that we are going through significant growth experiences here on this planet. And um, sometimes in these days, it's difficult to know just where those experiences are taking us. But what we can know is that we are embraced and a part and inseparable from one another and the omnipresent divine, which is in each and every one of us. We are inseparable from what that is. And though we may um, have chosen on this planet to not see that as clearly, and some of us in our lives see it more clearly than others, depending on how we spiritually flow, and so much of what happens to us in life has to do also with the soul agreements between one another, how we're assisting one another to have these growth experiences, and even as we unfold um, and have our own. So, lines written in early spring by William Wordsworth, who lived 1770 to 1850. I heard a thousand blended notes while in a grove I sate reclined, in that sweet mood when pleasant thoughts bring sad thoughts to the mind. To her fair works did nature link the human soul that through me ran, and much it grieved my heart to think what man has made of man. Through primrose tufts in that green bower, the periwinkle trailed its wreaths, and tis my faith that every flower enjoys the air it breathes. The birds around me hopped and played their thoughts I cannot measure, but the least motion which they made it seemed a thrill of pleasure. The budding twigs spread out their fan to catch the breezy air, and I must Think, do all I can that there was pleasure there. If this belief from heaven be sent, if such be nature's holy plan, have I not reason to lament what man has made of man? Whether you find yourself in early spring or early fall or really mid-spring, mid-fall, this poem speaks to all of us and within nature within beauty even if you can only see the sky whatever you can find we can find respite we can find refuge we can find solace we can find the omnipresent divine expressed it is very tragic how we have not fostered and nurtured our natural environment in our world the way that may have been possible. And certainly um, where there are catastrophic things occurring, it's even more apparent that we are not living in alignment 
with nature. But nature is still there for us to help us, no matter where you are and what your situation, and help heal us. There is healing. There is breathing. There is rest. So if you can, go for a walk when you're working through, whether you're working through a problem about your own personal life or in the broader sense, thinking about the state of the world or the two are very much connected, I encourage you to get out into nature. If you can't get out today, find something beautiful. It may even be a depiction of nature. It may be on TV. It may be in a book. It may be in a picture. It may be words like we just read. Perhaps you may remember some, so they're always with you. In fact, you can always remember a beautiful place that you have known. If you are sick and you are not able to get out and Um, you know, feel like you can't connect to anything nature, oh, yes, you can. You can connect to what you remember. And somewhere you remember a beautiful time, a beautiful place. Even if you were going through challenges then, remember and be there in that place. You know, I keep being reminded whenever I look at search results and things that I still have a Pinterest account, which I I used to use for this show. And But what I really like about Pinterest, which is so underheralded among the social media platforms, is how you can find and share pictures of a beautiful place that you have known in your life. Maybe you didn't take the picture, although if you want to share a picture that you've taken, that's fine but you can share what others have shared about that beautiful place. And it could go all the way back. Our minds are like Pinterest in a way, where you're sharing these places with yourself. You can remember those moments of innocence. It may be poignant if you're going through a difficult time now, and these were simpler, more innocent times but they can still restore your spirit if you return to them, if you see them in simplicity. So I greatly encourage you to do this. This is a way of reaching the frontier beyond fear. It's how we work with our fears and our lives. I turn to another poem, which is much longer, and I won't share it all. Many, many shows ago, probably over a year ago, I may have, I know I read some of this, and I'm going to read some of it again, probably not the same parts. This is by Percy Bysshe Shelley, who, who lived 1792 to 1822, did not live long. And we're going to jump in this poem because it's a long poem, and you'd be surprised that you've heard parts of it, including probably the first line you've heard a reference to. Hail to thee, blithe spirit. Well, the name of the poem is To a Skylark. And he wrote this in 1820, only two years before he died. 
Hail to thee, blithe spirit, bird thou never wert, that from heaven or near it pourest thy full heart in profuse strains of unpremeditated art. Higher still and higher, from the earth thou springest like a cloud of fire, the blue deep thou wingest, and singing still doth soar, and soaring ever singest, in the golden lightning of the sunken sun, or which clouds are brightening, thou dost float and run, like an unbodied joy, whose race is just begun. The pale purple even melts around thy flight, like a star of heaven in the broad daylight. Thou art unseen, but yet I hear thy shrill delight. Keen as are the arrows of that silver sphere, whose intense lamp narrows in the white dawn clear. Until we hardly see, we feel that it is there. All the earth and air with thy voice is loud as when night is bare from one lonely cloud. The moon rains out her beams and heaven is overflowed. What thou art we know not. What is most like thee? From rainbow clouds there flow not drops so bright to see as from thy presence showers a rain of melody. Like a poet hidden in the light of, the, of thought, singing hymns unbidden till the world is wrought to sympathy with hopes and fears, it heeded not. Like a high-born maiden in a palace tower, soothing her love-laden soul in secret hour. With music sweet as love, which overflows her bower. Now I am going to jump ahead, or we will read the whole poem. We don't need to read the whole poem today. We look before and after and pine for what is not. Our sincerest laughter with some pain is fraught. Our sweetest songs are those that tell of saddest thought. Yet if we could scorn hate and pride and fear, if we were things born not to shed a tear, I know not how thy joy we should ever we ever should come near better than all measures of delightful sound better than all treasures that in books were found thy skill to poet were, were thou scorner of the ground teach me half the gladness that thy brain must know such harmonious madness from my lips would flow the world should listen then as I am listening now. 
that poem just came to me before the show. Um, I was in a very, very large book, and I saw it as I turned the pages. I was looking. I saw Shelley was near, and I looked over there, and there it was. Shelley speaks of our challenges as human beings. Do you see how beauty speaks through the poets? I encourage you in this program to discover poetry, whatever reaches your heart, because it often speaks, and perhaps you can remember it or you can listen to it when you're in a difficult situation. But in this poem, it is being expressed how listening to and looking for the joy, the freedom that is expressed in nature is a comfort to us. It can seem such a simple thing, and yet we forget. I cannot tell you when I'm out in nature, and, you know, I spent my years where I really didn't do that as much as I should have, and then a time came where I was dealing with some things, and I was encouraged to go out into nature every day. And I can't say I go out every day. But even when you can't go out, you can still see beauty. But what always amazes me is how few people, even for a very short amount of time, are out appreciating just a walk. You know, I see beauty walking down a street. You don't have to go to, I mean, I have the opportunity to go to much more pristine settings, but there's plenty of beauty simply walking down a street. In fact, the picture I put with today's show, I just took, um, a, gosh, did I take it yesterday? I'm losing track. I believe so. And it wasn't in some um, pristine setting. It was literally in a yard nearby where there were just so many leaves and they were so many colors and they were so beautiful. And, yes, that's my shoe as I, I kind of posed for that picture. You can find beauty near you, and even for a brief respite from whatever it is that you're dealing with. And we're all dealing with things right now. I do want to encourage you, especially those in the United States, that it can be really um, discouraging right now when um, you're told that your experience is not validated right now, that you're having a journey through these economic times and there are continually voices trying to um, not validate that. And um, yet we know that it's true, although there are some who apparently are doing very well um, in this economy. The vast majority are not. And um, I know that many are having challenges with the high prices of everything. And the anniversary show talked about that, too. I do so much want to encourage those of you feeling that because I want you to know you're not alone. I work in the spiritual community, and there are so many people impacted. It is obvious that this is going on. And um, it's a it's a challenging time, and that's true for many of us, and we must find our way to look for new ways, new ideas. Usually when you're at a crossroads, that means to open up to what is new that's coming in, what you're called to from your heart, but also 
to acknowledge that, you know, you're going through, you're navigating through not the easiest of times. And nature can really help you. And most importantly, you are not alone. If you're on a healing journey dealing with a health issue, you are not alone. There are many people together who not only care about you and send you um, healing energy and prayers, however, when your spiritual tradition, you'd like to express that. But you're not alone. None of us. Um, is here having no struggles at all in life, even those it seems like, oh, they don't struggle at all. Oh, yeah, you know, um, as they say, money doesn't buy everything, and we can see that reflected in the, the, the journeys of, you know, some of the stars. They, they go through all kinds of turmoil, and it may seem like, gosh, you know how, but they do, they do. So it's just a different um, type of life. But no doubt, those of us, and I know there are many who are in so-called survival mode, you know, it's a, it's a journey. And, um, and I know that you are not alone. Just, just know that, that, that um, we will find our way and that nature can help you. Even in the most difficult of situations, nature can help. I had, before the anniversary show, intended to read more Henry David Thoreau, which I will do now. He lived 1817 to 1862, and I had turned to this portion, which I will, um, if I can find it, yes, here it is. This is actually a pretty famous part of this portion. I always seem to find it organically, or if I'm looking for it, I don't find it, and it just shows up. The words of Henry David Thoreau in Walden. We must learn to reawaken and keep ourselves awake, not by mechanical aids, but by an infinite expectation of the dawn which does not forsake us in our soundest sleep. I know of no more encouraging fact than the unquestionable ability of man to elevate his life by a conscious endeavor. It is something to be able to paint a particular picture or to carve a statue and so to make a few objects beautiful. But it is far more glorious to carve and paint the very atmosphere and medium through which we look, which morally we can do, to affect the quality of the day. That is the highest of arts. Every man is tasked to make his life, even in its details, worthy of the contemplation of his most elevated and critical hour. If we refused or rather used up such paltry information as we get, the oracles would distinctly inform us how this might be done. I went to the woods because I wished to live deliberately, to front only the essential facts of life, and see if I could not learn 
what it had to teach and not, when I came to die, discover that I had not lived. I did not wish to live what was not life. Living is so dear, nor did I wish to practice resignation unless it was quite necessary. I wanted to live deep and suck out all the marrow of life, to live so sturdily and Spartan-like as to put to rout all that was not life, to cut a broad swath and shave close, to drive life into a corner and reduce it, reduce it to its lowest terms. And if it proved to be mean, why then to get the whole and genuine meanness of it and publish its meanness to the world? Or if it were sublime to know it by experience and be able to give a true account of it in my next excursion. For most men, it appears to me, are in a strange uncertainty about it, whether it is of the devil or, or of God, and have somewhat hastily concluded that it is the chief end of man here to glorify God and enjoy him forever. And then I'm going to jump. He talks about some things that are in his time. You know, a lot of these um, these writings can have things that that don't fit in our current world, yet they still have beautiful things to say. Let's see if I can find any more Walden that I want to share with you. See, he simplified his life. In fact, sometimes you will find that your life, in fact, this is something I have experienced in life, where you find yourself living more simply than you expected, and there are hidden gifts within that. Look for the hidden, simple gifts coming from your current life circumstances, even if there are challenges, you will always find them. I know that when a loved one had a health issue, in fact, recently another loved one had a, a health issue, which thankfully has resolved itself, and the other one did as well. And sometimes people do leave the earth. I mean, that's we're each on a soul journey. No one is here any longer than intended. But I know that I was comforted by nature, particularly when I had, you know, it was a more serious um, situation um, where a loved one was in surgery and it went on and on. And, you know, there were other frightening things that occurred. And even just looking out the window um, after the surgery was done, thankfully, um, although even during walking around, you know, finding some space of beauty, um finding some connection to the divine, which does reach to you in those moments and happened to me at that time, such a reassurance. If you're in a hospital, go to the channel that shows nature. There's often a channel that has beautiful um, videos and music. Find that channel. It will not only comfort those who are healing, it will comfort you as a loved one assisting that person. Beauty really helps us. That's the message of today's show. I know there's a lot going on in the world and in our lives. 
There's a lot of uncertainty. Beauty exists on the frontier beyond fear. We may have to work with our fears. Of course we do. This show may seem to imply that we're never going to experience fear. We will experience fear. But it has been my life experience that it is eased through our spiritual paths and a very important part of my spiritual path. And I know of many of yours, and I encourage you, no matter what your beliefs, is to celebrate and feel your connection and truly the miracles that exist within this beautiful world, within beauty, within nature. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio for continuing to affirm this show um, today once again in the number one position under live and upcoming shows on their homepage. And I see in the top position in live and spirituality. I greatly appreciate that affirmation. And to the listeners, thank you wherever you're listening, now or across time in the future on a syndicate or on Blog Talk Radio, FrontierBeyondFear.com. I will continue to enhance. I haven't gotten the latest shows up there, but will soon. You can always go to the Blog Talk Radio archive by linking there. And um, thanks for being here, everyone. Regular time for this show is Saturday, 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Blog Talk Radio. And I will see you next week. Take care. Find beauty.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.